Hey guys, welcome to the Grow Up Pod. My name is Alyssa, and each week I'll be decompressing from my life by diving into the drama of other people's lives. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Grow Up Podcast. Today I am joined by one of my very best friends, Miss Mary Allen. Mary, say hi. Hi. And um, I'm going to kind of let Mary introduce kind of what she does, because that's relevant to today's uh, theme. So Mary, tell us, what do you do professionally? Professionally, I (laughs) am a nutritionist. Yes. And um, a lot of my patients think that I'm a doctor, but I only play one on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I coach um, health and wellness, and I teach people about macros and what protein is. Basically, yeah. you do a good job at it. You're teaching me. So thanks. Yeah, thanks. I'm a patient now. It's weird saying patient. It is. I for years I said client and yeah. now I have to say patient. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a big difference. It, it sounds more official. I don't know. I'm a professional because you're a professional now <laughs> slash doctor on TV. <laughs> do you ever say that like Dr. Mary Allen? Well, so when the video comes in. It says the doctor is waiting for you. Oh my gosh, like ZocDoc. You're like a ZocDoc. For real. For real. That's Telehealth. Cool. So yeah, whenever they when they get the text yeah. to like meet me, yeah. it says the doctor is waiting for you. And so they text me and they say, Dr. Allen. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, I uh, am, you're, you're too kind. I'm not. I'm not actually a doctor. <laughs> you should get like a white coat though, because you're just, your virtual visits. By the way, can we acknowledge really quickly that Brad and I are friends? Yeah. He's he, laying in my lap. Yes. And he's not biting me. He, since I got the cat, yeah, I think that he knows he has to be nicer to people. <laughs> he's like, if I want to stay the favorite, I better be nice. Yeah. He can't bite people anymore <laughs> because, um, because the people will like the cat more. Yeah. And he knows that. Rodrigo hasn't come out since I've been here, but that's okay. Eventually we'll work on it. Yeah. You know, he's still, he's still, I mean, he doesn't even let me come up to him very much yeah he's cats are cats are different they're just very different yeah you yeah i mean i've had lots of cats i'm this is your first experience yeah it's been four months <laughs> and he let me touch him for the first time the other day <laughs> you were so excited yeah thrilled yeah. i think i got a video you're like look yeah <laughs> yeah the other day too like me touching him was me picking him up yeah and i picked him up and i was like Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We have to record what, what, this. What do I do now? What do I do now? I have to let somebody know. <laughs> That's so funny. He's such a pretty cat too. But yeah, cats—they do things when they want to do them and how they want to do them. It's a huge difference between having a dog and a cat. Yeah, yeah. Like when I got Brad, I got him in a park during COVID. <laughs> the girl was like two hundred feet away. Was like, you can take him if you want. <laughs> screaming at me right in a park <laughs> i'm just trying to picture in my head like take him yeah seriously he he barked his head off and then i sat down and he barked and barked and barked and barked and then jumped in my lap and that's whenever she said she was like way on the other side of the park yeah right it, it was, was like, she was so she wasn't like selling puppies no it was a it foster was her, oh, i got him okay. off petfinder.com that's what that's what i've been looking at that's what we, i told you yeah we swiped right together oh it was a match <laughs> So, like, you met up to, to look at him. Yeah. Yeah. In a park. Was his name Arnie Bradley? Yeah. It was? Oh. And they did. They that's asked so me. They asked me if I would keep it. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's why I picked him. What's his name? <laughs> his name was 100% the reason. Yeah. Bradley. Oh, 100%. Look at him over there. He's cute. Yeah. Yeah. He, he also looks cute only on TV, though. No. No. He's cute in person. I'd, I'm so excited that he laid in my lap for all of those five seconds. Until I drew attention to it. And then he had to leave. And he was like, I am out of here. <laughs> oh, but that's okay. We've been, we've been friends for a while. Me and your animals will come around eventually. We've yeah. been friends for... <laughs> You're the teacher. Okay. You do the math. Hold on. Noah's 10. We were already friends at that point. So it's yeah. been over that. So 10... Like 13, 13 years. years. Wow. 13 years. Maybe 14 in the spring. Right? Because yeah. Noah will be 11, so it's, I think it's about three years before Noah. Wow. 
14 years. I feel like you're stuck with me. <laughs> what was that? I remember forever when we were just counting to get to seven. Yeah, because that's supposedly the magic number. Because that's like the number of stay friends. stay friends forever. Yeah. So we're and then we've we've doubled that now. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Almost doubled it. Almost doubled Whoa. it. <laughs> yeah. Mary was a lowly pledge or <laughs> what do you call it even? PNM. Yeah. Oh no. New member. A new member. Yeah. And uh I asked her to do some favors and I was like, just follow me around, do whatever I need, and she did. And we've been friends ever since. And when I first met you, I thought your first name was Mary Allen. People still think my first name is Mary Allen. Yeah. But I mean, like, there are people who are named, like, Mary Ellen. One of my coaches, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many people that are going to laugh as they listen to this <laughs> at the thing I'm about to say. One of my coaches thinks, I still think, thinks mm-hmm. my name is Mary Ellen. So much so that he gave me a nickname, M.E., Oh, like and so now, <laughs> now everybody has the nickname Emmy, or they say M-E-A. Mary, Mary Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> but he genuinely thinks that's your name. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Just share the podcast. Just, that's the best way to break into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, even like we would like email back and forth and my, my email like clearly says Mary Allen and he'll he'll start at Mary Allen. <laughs> do you think he, do you think maybe he realized and he's like I'm just I'm sticking to it? We've already gone this far down in. Like For how sure. embarrassing to be like, oh, you know, to call attention to it. You just gotta stick to the bit really hard. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I have a I have it's a dedication for sure if that's the case. Yeah. I mean and now among a lot of people it's a joke. It's yeah. definitely a joke. Yeah. M-A-E and M-E-A. And I have a coffee cup in there that says, I love me. But it's like, M-E. M-E. That's so funny. I love that. No, yeah. I think it only took me a week to figure out, you know, once you actually like pledged. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, her name's Mary. Yeah, it's just her last name. That's just her last name. It yeah. just flows well together. Your parents did a good job. You can, you can tell Anne that. Yeah. Good job, Anne. She didn't have my name. Until after I was born. How long after? I've, I've some people, like, my cousin Lacey didn't name a lot of her kids for days. I don't know that she would admit to this, but I think that she didn't have a name. And who is now Big Mary, who's, <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of my aunt, came in. Was, and was it, Is it, like, actually your aunt? No. Oh, like, your mom's friend? My mom babysat her oh, okay. when they were kids. Okay. But she's, like, pretty much my aunt. Yeah. And um, her name is Mary. And okay. I'm pretty sure my mom was just like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Did they have a hard time naming your brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a piece of cake. He's a third. Oh, well, that makes it easier. Yeah. yeah so and now <laughs> so now there's there's four of them. Your What's nephew's name? name is mm-hmm. also? Yeah, RJ is Ray Jr. Got it. I think. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. It is. <laughs> I think that's why they gave him that nickname. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's it so is. funny. I didn't. I didn't realize your brother. I don't know how I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was a. Did your dad go by a different name? Well, yes. Because your dad goes by Noah. That's not even what I thought, man. Anyway, continue. So apparently. They'll also all laugh at the story. <laughs> I don't know that this is true, but they say it's true that my dad was at a concert with Willie Nelson. and Like at a Willie Nelson concert? Yeah. Okay. Not a concert with Willie Nelson. I'm like, he right. was attending a concert <laughs> with Willie Nelson? That's a big anecdote. He was at a Willie Nelson concert and okay. they got in trouble or something. Something mm-hmm. like about meeting Willie Nelson for yeah. whatever reason. My dad looks like... Um, what everyone describes or depicts Noah from the Bible. Oh, okay. But his name's Ken. That's what I, okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. But apparently Willie Nelson gave my dad his nickname Noah. Because he just like called him Noah. Yeah, they got in trouble and he was like, yeah, I know, I know that guy is Noah. And then like apparently went backstage with Willie Nelson. Are there pictures to confirm this? No. <laughs> this is totally a lie, but... <laughs> This was told. It did not happen. This has been told to me for years. That's how my dad apparently has his name Noah. So Noah is not his middle or first name. No, but he goes by Noah. And I don't know. Everybody knows my dad is Noah. But how did I never know that? Knowing that I have a Noah, I don't. 
I'm like, I thought I was like, your dad's name's Ken, but then you said your brother is Ray the second or the third. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So is Ken his middle name? Kenneth Ray Allen. Kenneth Ray Allen. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I was told like, you. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you that maybe um, eleven years ago. Yeah, maybe back when I had Noah. Yeah. But I don't think it's come up since then. I was gonna say I don't I don't know. <laughs> there are still people, probably that to this day that don't know my dad's name isn't Noah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this random story that Willie Nelson gave him his nickname. I need that people still believe. I need him to Apparently I'm supposed to believe it, but I, I need to know where Noah actually came from then. Willie Nelson. Okay. <laughs> okay. Papa Allen, I need you to I need you to give me the we real story. To, we need you to confirm. <laughs> He's gonna come on the podcast and we're gonna have a whole a whole conversation. <laughs> How did you get your nickname? I need to hear the real story. Yeah. The story I never knew I needed. We'll see. Because I, like I said, I've never he's, believed that story, stuck but, to it. but they have stuck to that story. That's crazy. Life. Yeah. And you really don't know where that came from. I mean, you know. I mean, <laughs> we. You do, but you know. You we do. Heavy quotes. Hmm. What's the, okay, kind of transitioning. What, that's a crazy story. What, what's the craziest thing a client has maybe ever told you? While respecting, you don't just give names or anything, but like, you know, what oh is something gosh. crazy? What is something crazy? I'm sure you hear a lot of crazy. <laughs> From a food perspective? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Food or any, just health in general, any kind of anything. I don't know. I mean, the craziest things are, are just like truly what people believe, you know, right. like what, what we've been told um, mm-hmm. from from all kind of uh, health stories. I mean, but like, I don't know what's crazy to me anymore at this <laughs> right. point, you know? Everything seems normal. Every, yeah, I mean, like, oh, man, I, uh, I think that just generally speaking, the, the craziest things are, are like, still the eggs are bad for you. Like, you can't have a sandwich if it, you want to be healthy. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, the craziest thing, though. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever heard? I don't know. I don't know. I know. Well, I'm going to read you a crazy story. Okay. But this, this, this deals a little bit more towards like mental health, but it, it kind of goes, you'll see. This is from Cheer Off My Chest on Reddit. I don't know if you're very familiar with Reddit. Do you ever, do you ever use Reddit? Only when, um, there's like a crazy crime. And And then you're trying to research. And then I read everything that people say about it. Yeah. Okay. So this is off a true off my chest. Now true off my chest is like where people go and they're not looking for advice. They're not looking for resolution. They just, they just want to, you know, rent, not rent, vent or rant. I was confusing those. You wanted both those. I was was like, I cannot get it to come out. Okay. (laughs) Um, so it says it's titled, I was never allowed to wear band-aids as a kid and now I use them for my mental health. Okay, keep going. It sounds really stupid, but my parents never used to let me wear Band-Aids when I was a kid. I was only allowed to have them if I was actively bleeding, even when I was very young and wanted to wear them over bruises and things. Band-Aids are a placebo for me and made me feel better, but I was never allowed them. I had to beg for them when I was hurt if I wasn't bleeding. My pain was always dismissed when I was a child. I was often told that I was overreacting, it was in my head, or I should just rub some dirt on it and move on. I was often told to take painkillers because my pain was not important. I was often, I was not often told to take painkillers because my pain was not important. I would have toothaches or headaches or my body would hurt from sports and it didn't matter so much. My pain was not an issue to my family. When I started to have mental health issues, they were also dismissed and invalidated. It's all in your head. You can't be depressed. You're an extrovert. You don't need medication. Just get out of bed, etc. I talked to my therapist about it today because it felt so inconsequential, but it made it difficult to believe that my pain was important. She asked me if I could buy some band-aids and put them on when I was hurting emotionally to make the pain feel real and to validate myself. So I did. I put a band-aid on. Cute ones, the kind made for children with fun patterns. When I felt compelled to self-harm in places I could see them, and I feel so much better. I looked down at my arms, and I see little ice cream cones and dinosaurs on stupid little plasters, and it makes me smile. I just put them on whenever I feel compelled to because I'm an adult, and if I'm hurting, even not physically, I can put on a Band-Aid. They aren't expensive, and they help. I don't care that I look stupid. This is the least depressed I've been in weeks because having a Band-Aid on makes the pain feel real. Emotional pain is a valid kind of pain to feel. 
Oh, isn't that a cute story? That's cute. Yeah. Have you ever had anyone who had to have kind of, you don't, you don't deal with the mental health side as much, do you? No. Not like directly? Uh, yeah, not directly. But, you know, I'm biased. I, as I say to my, my clients and patients all the time, is like, I'm biased towards food. Yeah. But truly, food is the base, uh-huh. right? So we can really look at nutrition and the foods that you're intaking and how much you're intaking. Mm-hmm. Are you getting enough calories in general, mm-hmm. right? So much of anxiety and so much of um, stress comes from being malnourished. Right. And like not taking in enough nutrients. I mean, we're told constantly. Um, to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and um, I see so many people all the time, right? It's not just like, I think that a lot of people think that under eating is not eating at all. Right. And under eating can be just kind of chronically under consuming from your BMR, which is like your, your metabolic rate. Yeah. And so much of that, like when you under eat, you put your, your body in a state of stress and shock. Mm-hmm. And so, so much of that can be, you know, domino effect down to your mental health and yeah. how you approach life and how you see things. Right. And, um, I think, Little things like that, like putting a Band-Aid on like that, uh-huh. can help so much with uh-huh. your perspective and how you see things that yeah. can really put you in a state to make better decisions and, and right. support yourself. Yeah. I'm all about that. I, I read that story and I loved it because I was like, anything that is small like that, that doesn't hurt anyone else, that makes you feel better, that's not hurting you, it's not hurting you and anyone else, like, why not? And I'm all for it, too, because it's all... It's all how you see it. Right. So something could have zero effect from a science or research perspective, mm-hmm. but you believe that it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. It's also kind of scary as a parent. I'm like, man, a small thing that the parents probably thought was inconsequential, like you don't need a bandaid. You're not bleeding. I mean, I've told my students that before, like you don't need a bandaid. You're fine. You're not bleeding. And like, but they that did stuck, need it. Yeah. I'm like, ah, like it stuck with her, I didn't say if it was a guy or girl, stuck with them forever to the point where they thought, felt like their pain was not important not because important. they couldn't have a Band-Aid. Yeah. That's like the imprints that you leave on people, especially especially in children in formative years, is like lasting. Like, no pressure. Oh, I see that all the time. I see it all the time mm-hmm. with how um, parents uh, like taught their kids about nutrition. Right. Or lack of. Or lack thereof, mm-hmm. right? I have to constantly ask myself, how do I know what I know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like yeah. I've I've been to school. Like I've, right. I've like. You've spent a lot of time focusing on it. Spent a lot of time learning all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I still to this day do tons of, of research and education on it. But how do people know what they know about nutrition now? It's like they were taught it as a kid and then they don't spend any most of us don't spend time studying food nope no and then what is all society teaching you about what you should or should not eat like Mm. it's constant yeah constant information coming into you Mm -hmm. and um it affects you yeah it affects every single decision that you make yep and um food is one that you make decisions on every single day all day all day day. yeah and your decisions yesterday affect your tomorrow really right yeah, so. which is crazy because, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time focused on – For a lot of people don't, you know. Food is just there. We don't think about what it's doing to us. It's just, you know. Oh, for especially sure. Especially these days in, like, a busy life. Like, people are like, what's the fastest thing I can eat? And then move on, you know, until the next meal. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, that's why all of us over on this side are, like, a broken record on protein. Right. Because, like, it is super important, but it's just not around. Right. And so it's that's, not as convenient to like, yeah. pick, you know, and then you told that. me when you told me how much I needed and then, you know, I was trying to like, you know, count it out. I'm like, wow, I've not been eating, not even close to near enough. Grossly under grossly under, under eating protein, yeah. but it's not, I mean, but sometimes like, it's hard to train yourself to get there though, too. I'm like, I'm full, but I'm not even close to protein. Yet. I know. And it's going to make you full. It's going to yeah. keep you satiated. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just like you go to a grocery, uh, gas station or grocery store for that matter. As I tell my clients all the time, like one out of 10 options is going to be protein. Nine out of 10 are going to be chips. Yep. 
something some kind of carbon and, out. and it's cheaper for them to make it yeah they know they're gonna sell the most of it and they do so much research they do so much research yeah. to make it as tasty oh, as possible and addicting the the wildest part of the research i think is like how quickly they know how quickly it's going to melt in your mouth yeah not fast enough that it's gross yeah and not slow enough that you get bored right like they know like down to the second oh like a yeah cheeto it's so wild to me it is crazy that they have math on how fast <laughs> it will melt in your mouth i'm sure the, you know who probably studied the most is the people who make mcdonald's french fries yeah talk about an addi- addicting food yeah there's never enough and they know exactly <laughs> how much salt to put on that yep the perfect amount to make it their pros come back yeah (laughs) yeah because there is nothing more addicting i think than a mcdonald's french fry because i don't even really i'm not even a big french fry person like eh, mcdonald's fries mine's chicken nuggets yeah the mcdonald's chicken nuggets i love no just chicken nuggets i just love chicken nuggets i do too nuggies Nuggies. talking about an emotional support food you know like when you've had a bad day some nuggies nuggies even said like that yeah right? it's comforting it's just comforting <laughs> some nuggy an adult what is that new uh trend on tiktok the girl dinner have you seen that yes and it's always like I, i'm so aware <laughs> because even as a nutritionist and i sit there all the time talking about people be be prepared with your food you know yep. be prepared with yep. your your dinners like know what you're gonna eat mm-hmm. have it on hand mm-hmm. i I'm notorious for that. If about if not, not being me, prepared. Well, I have plenty of food prepared. Like I meal prep, but like I'm gonna have. <laughs> I'm gonna get home and be like, I'm gonna have one chicken thigh and maybe some strawberries, and then I'll have some quinoa and like yeah, yeah I should probably have some vegetables. So like, let me grab some broccoli. Right. But like, I also kind of want some yogurt. So <laughs> just like picking and picking. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But you're eating all good stuff. Yes. Your girl dinner is not like Cheetos. A Twinkie. And a and, soda. Yeah. Like, and like popcorn. I bet you don't even have any of that in here. What's the worst thing in your pantry right now? Ooh. Um I mean, I have like sugar and, and, and things like that for baking, but like what's the worst thing in my in my pantry? Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any what's your okay, what's your guilty pleasure food? Like what is something you know is bad for you but you like it? You don't like a lot of bad food, so yeah, because at also, least that I've ever seen you eat. Yeah, because I'm also like a, a huge, huge, huge proponent. One of the first things I say all the time to clients is there's no good or bad food. And there's no good or right. bad like decision. Yeah, really. it's one just thing like, isn't going to throw you off forever. Yeah, and it's all result, right? This line of decisions, if I were to eat these foods over and over again, would result in this. Is mm-hmm. that what you want? Yes right. or no? And then this line of foods would result in this. Is this what you want? Yes or no? Yeah. Right. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe like, um, and they're not even that, they're really not that bad. <laughs> Mostly I say that for like people that do eat them. Like they're not really that bad. <laughs> We're um, not trying to make you feel bad. But I probably have like protein bars. Yeah. And they're yeah. that like, I just wouldn't be like, hey, let's recommend right. those. But yeah, I mean like, I'm a big proponent of don't have it in your house if you don't want to eat it. Right. So. Which as a parent is the hardest thing. Yeah, I bet. Because, I mean, like, we don't keep sodas. We don't keep, like, anything like that in our house. My kids don't have sodas except for if we go out to eat. Like, they're, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. Um, But, like, they do, like, you know, like, they eat. They have to eat fruit and vegetables first, and then they can get a different snack. But I don't, like, I also try not to make it, like, so off limits that they're going to, like, go out it. and want it, you yeah. know? It's there. We're just going to make a good choice. Eat something good first. Exactly. You can't make, I think with kids. It's hard. Parenting's hard. Yeah. (laughs) But I see it so much because, um, I coach a lot of parents, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're trying to lose weight. And so their, their, um, you know, decisions are obviously affecting their kids too. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you can't, you can't make it a big deal. Mm -mm. So like, I'm going to lead you in these directions and and teach you about food mm-hmm. not about good or bad food right like i'm going to teach you hey i'm going to feel better if i eat these things yeah you will yes too. yeah protein fat and carbs like that's what this is yes and you see that your plate has all three of them right great yeah um if you eat these types of foods you'll probably 
you might be kind of tired mm-hmm. an hour later. Yep. And I'm like, that's, do you want to be tired? Right. No. Okay. Especially raising athletes because my kids are so involved in sports. So we tell them all the time. They'll be like, oh, I'm really having like my legs are hurting. And I'm like, you're not getting enough. Like, yeah. Protein, potassium, you know. Yeah. All the things. Um, have you had enough water today? Like, I try. Yeah, and I think that's what's the most important is because if I think back, you know, just like what was exposed to us mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much of marketing in like the 2000s was this is good this is bad right and so you grow up with that yeah and inherent i mean like kind of inherently you're, you're gonna want the bad you want the bad because yeah. it yeah instead of just teaching i mean like i can't tell you how many people are in their 40s 50s 60s and yeah. i say do you know what the macronutrients are yeah like not like sarcastically at all i'm just like do you know because are you aware yeah. we need to start there yeah and they're like no I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. This is a carbohydrate. <laughs> this right. is protein and yeah. this is fat. And like, but again, going back to how do I know what I know? Like, has anyone ever taught you that? How would you know that? And why isn't it taught? Why isn't that something that's taught in schools? For sure. You know, we have quote unquote health class. Health class. It's more about like anatomy and stuff. Why is it not about here's how you fuel your body? You know, this is why are, we, why are we not having people like you come in and be like, Hey, that would be a good thing for you. Like getting into schools and being like, Hey, I'm offering this semester class. Yeah. Because there why are, isn't it taught? Why is it not taught? I know a lot of people that have, have worked their way. And I mean, that's a big part of why I am currently doing what I'm doing. I worked, um, independently for a while, um, which was great. But then I got an opportunity to kind of work underneath doctors right Right. and so i'm i'm directly (laughs) i'm i'm directly referred right to these um with these patients right and they are they are the 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 place right where we need to be educating right even more so than like even being at a doctor and like hey you need to do this 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 right like how and so exactly and people are usually too scared to act. they don't want to ask yeah but it's like hey you need to lose weight great how thanks yeah and to your point they're too scared to ask because they mm-hmm. like feel like they're supposed to know yeah and that's where i come in and i say how? i'll tell you how how would you know yeah you weren't ever taught it yeah you were taught to finish your plate no mm-hmm. matter what and right. not following hunger cues yeah, yeah and and um you know even in schools right like this is the time that you eat. You're not going to eat again until this right. time. And which is so crazy. In my oh class, my I'm like, they're like, we do, we do morning and afternoon snacks, but basically when you come in in the morning, you can eat until we have to leave. Yes. Like if you're hungry, eat, eat as long eat. as it's, you know, because, you're not eating chips all day, but yeah. Like my, but you know, yeah. Monitoring the types of foods, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a kid. That's why I've never understood other teachers who are like, no, I don't allow snacks. I'm like, I snack all day in my class. I have sunflower seeds. I have fruit. You know, like, yeah. Why would they? They need it more than I do. They're growing. They're for sure. <laughs> and I've, um, my big thing is fidgeting. Mm-hmm. Like, do you tell your kids not to fidget? Not necessarily. We have, no. we've got like kick bands and all sorts yes. of stuff. They can stand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like teaching this kid to not move. Right. And then like, that's, that's f- almost freaking their body out even more because right they're needing to express this energy and they can't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is what I tell all the people too. I'm like, go and look around. I'm not saying like, look at like the fit people, but like (laughs) look at people that tend to be up and move. And Uh like, they are the ones that are talking with their hands and tapping their foot. It's not from like an anxious anxiety perspective. Like their bodies are just trying to move because they release energy and the energy to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I mean, yeah, to think about what really you think about, um, you, you pull back big picture. Whenever you look at, um, kids nutrition a lot, they, you know, they ate breakfast really early in the morning. They ate lunch about midday. Yeah. They didn't really eat anything and they came home Yeah, and they're so hungry. They're Uh going to eat whatever is in front of them, whatever is there. And and they're going to eat a lot of it. That's probably a bunch of chips. Uh It's probably not, Mm -hmm. not super healthy foods. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they're not hungry at dinner. Exactly. exactly. And then it, 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 I mean, you look at yourself yeah. now mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I wonder where all these habits came from. Yeah. Well, everything that's back to, you know, 
our point earlier that like everything that you your adult life is like dealing with your childhood 100 like, that's what it is it's dealing yeah. with all the trauma that you've accrued you know every everything that is either going well or or not going well is usually attributed to what you experienced early in life which is again no pressure for sure but yeah i mean like behavior change is so incremental oh yeah it's so small good or bad yeah so like to your point one piece of pizza is not gonna like f you up right it's gonna be that you did it every friday and again and the teacher's lounge and then now every friday Mm -hmm. is pizza day right and it's like how you know how do i get rid of that habit how right. do i break that habit so yep. what's well, you just you you say no yeah it's probably taking just as long as it as it did to uh-huh. create it mm-hmm. but it gets easier speaking as someone who has started a health journey thank yeah. you is like you say no and then it gets easier to say no mm-hmm. and then you don't say no once and you're like Ugh. but then you say no again. you know what i mean like it's constantly a um, a battle but then um I feel like making slow progress has actually been more beneficial than any time I've ever lost weight quickly. Yeah. Like I actually feel different instead of just like, Oh, I've lost 10 pounds. Cool. Yeah. I say that. I say that all the time. It's like, um, and I, I get, I get the eye roll often whenever I say what I'm about to say, but, um, that it shouldn't be hard. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It shouldn't feel hard. It's going to take energy. Yeah. But it, but it's not going to feel hard. Right. Because it's going to feel good to do it. Exactly. So I, I enjoy doing it, right? Right. But I think what people do often is not um, kind of assess how much energy they have to give to something. Right. And they try to give too much. Mm-hmm. So I have... You're focusing way too much on... Yeah. 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 I I go to, to make changes that require five units of energy is what right. I say, right? I have yeah. 10 units of energy and I go to make changes that have five that ne- that require five, but like my work and house and family and all that kind of stuff took, you know, yeah, more than five <laughs> units, right? And you right. don't have five units left. And yeah. it's like, you don't have the energy for that. Yeah. It's not. So you need to make smaller changes. Yeah. It's not good, right? Yeah. Good, bad, right, wrong. Yeah. You just don't have that much. Yeah. So you it's need, just facts. Yeah. You need to put it into how much energy you actually have. Right. You relate it to, I relate it to all kinds of stuff, finances, <laughs> cars, you know, you could do right. this one to a car. It's like how much gas do you have in your tank? Mm-hmm. You only have 10 miles. You how can't f- go 12. You can't go 12. Right. <laughs> so yeah. go as far as you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then get, and then get more gas. And then, you and know? then get more. Okay, this next thing, um, it's from Ask Reddit. So Ask Reddit is like, you can literally just go on and you're not allowed to like type anything more than just a question. Oh, okay. Um, and so this one says, what is the best single piece of health advice you can give me? And I'm going to read what some of these people say, and I want you to tell me whether they gave good advice or bad advice, basically. <sighs> okay. Because the people of Reddit think they know things. Because I have, I have my, my thing. You have your thing? I have my... Oh, what your single best piece of advice is. I thought that's what you were going to ask me. And it immediately popped in my head. Okay, we'll we'll go ahead and say that. Um, It's WWWS. What would... I wish I I had something like that, but I've I've tried really hard. I have also tried to make it the five W's, but... Yeah. Okay, so what is it? Do you want to guess? Okay, so how many W's was it? Four and an S. And they're just... Water? Water is one of them, yes. Way... Uh, no. kind of. Okay. Four W's. Uh-huh. Um, want, <laughs> wish, work. <laughs> They're all know. things. Okay. So whole foods. Okay. But like an asterisk protein uh-huh. because that really is the most important. Yeah. Um, water, weightlifting, weightlifting, mm-hmm. walking, walking, sleep, sleep. Truly. And it sounds way oversimplified. Yeah. Right. But like if you dialed in those things Mm -hmm. truly all your problems would go away i promise you (laughs) yeah i'm not even trying to exaggerate but truly Mm -hmm. i mean if Mm -hmm. you ate whole foods Mm -hmm. right body weight and protein like try to get it up there Mm -hmm. right it's hard it's hard but i've been doing Um, my best (laughs) and the thing that came up all last week was like i feel like i'm eating so much food and like coaching secret i'm gonna up your protein yeah and that will 
inherently bring you to not eat other foods. Yeah, because <laughs> like you're too full to eat other you're, things. You're too full, right? <laughs> so whole foods mm-hmm. and then um, water. I go 100 ounces at least. Right. right? What is, a get, gallon is like 120. Yeah. Something like That's that. That's my goal every day. Yeah. It's 120. So try to get 100 ounces. More is better. Yeah. Make sure you're taking electrolytes. How much do you drink them. every day? How much water do you think you drink every day? Your um, goal is just 102? Yeah. Because you move a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, and like with training. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get... What? I don't even know. Probably like close to one, 140, I'd yeah. say, in ounces. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then... Uh, weightlifting, you gotta strength train. Like you, ha- it's not, and like it's, it's not gonna make you bulky. <laughs> I was still to this day, I'll never forget. My friend said that, and I, I just looked at her and I was like, as as nice as I can be. <laughs> there are a lot of people that would be highly offended at what you just said. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. it takes like for someone trained. Right. Because it, there are people who lift weights who cannot get bulky. <laughs> I wish. Right. Like, I'm like, no. Yeah. I, no, you're not going to. Yeah. It takes, you have to train all day, every day. I wish we could pan the the video for those of you watching on YouTube over to Mary's, uh, kettle, kettlebell, 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 bell, um, section over there because Mary's like the least bulky person ever. And she literally lifts weights all day long, all day long, <laughs> all day all long. Day. And she, you're just lean. Yeah, yeah, not in a bad way. Like yeah. you're muscular and lean. Yeah, and you will be <laughs> right. You will be. Yeah. Like you'd have to lift so much to get bulky. Yeah, and it's like what? What people, do you mean? People people are having to take protein and lift and still can't like. Yeah, the people that are bulky, if you like really think that they're bulky, yeah. they're on steroids. Yeah, okay, <laughs> they're taking stuff. The, the, what you picture in your head is not. <laughs> That's not just lifting weights. No offense to any of them, and if you are and you're not on it. That's fine too, but like, <laughs> yeah. they're probably on some. But we don't believe you. <laughs> like, I also don't believe you. Yeah, yeah, you just you just won't. Um, and like, I mean, down to mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the newest research is um, your your um, skeletal muscles part of your endocrine system, mm-hmm. meaning like mm-hmm. it's it's producing hormones. Mm-hmm like happy hormones yeah. like we knew that exercise produced that, yeah. um like helped you with with what, you know, what is happy. that from a uh, legally blonde uh, happy people don't kill their husbands yeah. <laughs> produces endorphins and endorphins <laughs> make you happy and happy but, like, people down to your muscle cell like as you are working mm-hmm. is producing hormones mm-hmm. in your body and like i mean newest research all over the place on on the effects of that for brain health and mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff but yeah um you just you we all and like what i'd say to most people now it's not it's really not a a losing weight or even really a losing fat thing mm-hmm. it's that we're under muscled like we're just not yeah as muscled as we need to be no um our bodies are not working no as well as they could be from a muscular perspective right and so many things will go back down to that so that's protein and that's weightlifting Mm -hmm. walking like you gotta walk yeah (laughs) you have to walk i mean it's like i think time put out a an article the other day that was like where you need um four thousand steps a day right that's lower than i was anticipating them yeah the the whole thing about ten thousand steps yeah where 4,000, like where, um, people will, will comment on this yeah. is that we're so far behind 10,000. Yeah. And even then 10,000 is really like an arbitrary number, but yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. It's just like some goal that some person made up. I'm and pretty was sure it was Oprah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's why everyone's Fitbits are I'm set pretty, I'm pretty sure it was Oprah that came up with 10,000. So um, what, like, what would you, what do you think then is a good seven, seven, seven is like the magic number. Okay. But we're so far past all that. Yeah. That 4,000 steps seems would make a difference. Wow. Like, That's wild. Yeah. People are getting like 1,000 steps a day. That's 12, so, 1,200. <laughs> That's so crazy. I wish, I don't know what my average is. I don't, I don't wear my watch anymore. Like, I don't Me either. So my phone doesn't accurately, because it's not always on my body or, mm-hmm. you know, but like you have, you know, you and I have been working together to get me a little healthier. And one of the things I do now is instead of sitting and talking at 
practice that I'm at five nights a week. Mm-hmm. I walk and it's gotten so much easier to the point that I was just laughing at some, not at somebody, with somebody the other day that I walked for two hours and 20 minutes like straight and I didn't even didn't even notice I didn't I wasn't like because the first couple times walking for an hour I was like (gasps) like dying Mm -hmm. and now I'm like I can walk for two hours and carry on a conversation yeah and be okay well this goes back to and it's only been a couple months so the like fit people in quotes (laughs) that like just fidget all the time yeah I was having a conversation with a client the other day and um she I've been training with her for years now and um, the conversation was about how when she first started, she didn't know or couldn't see herself walking through the day. She's like, right. my job, I have meetings all day. My job is this, this, this. I have to do this. Like, there's no way I can do this. Excuses, this. Is excuses. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you you say that and like, but from a coaching perspective, it's like, it's, it's really not helpful for me to say, you know, it's just an excuse, right? Right. No. So you just... Yeah, you just coach and you and you help and you help and so the conversation the other day came to um, how easy it is. Right, and she's like, I've just I've kind of found the time. I've kind of found I've the time. I've kind of found it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, this goes back to they're just they just are moving. Right, like these fit people, heavy yeah. quotes, right? These yeah. fit people are just moving. It's yeah. like, yeah, your body's gonna want that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna you're gonna get so habit wise right where the decision to go do it requires so little energy that you're gonna you're only having to spend one unit of energy instead of 20 (laughs) you're gonna see your clock and your meeting time Mm -hmm. ended nine minutes earlier ago i could go for a five minute walk yep and you didn't you you didn't even think about it Mm -hmm. required zero energy to go do it right and that's how it happens yeah right you just you it it becomes easier to make those decisions towards it yeah um and those are the things that that add up yeah those are the those small, small changes, changes really do, yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure i can attest to that it's been small things that i'm like oh even like my mom now has started to meet me up there twice a week and will mm-hmm. walk with me during practice because she has seen a change in me and she's like i want that and so she's like well i can either be sitting at home watching tv in the evenings or bonus, I get extra time with you mm-hmm. and we get to chit chat and talk twice a week and I'm moving. Yeah. So the walking, walking with friends is my favorite thing ever. It really, um, it, honestly, Tristana I, likes to walk and read and that has been really hard for me to master. I'm oh, not, I don't know how to do that. I'm not good. At, I'm like, it makes me kind of nauseous, but mm-hmm. walking and talking or walking and listening to a podcast. Yes. Where I feel like my friends are talking to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will if I'm, if I am walking by myself, which I usually not, like I usually will find somebody to walk with. Yeah. Um, I will call somebody Yeah. and I'll talk on the phone because it goes so fast and it's just something to do. Right. And, and again, the walking and that is 99.9% of the time. Like when I am kind of fixated Mm -hmm. on like getting someone healthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's in my life um that's where I'll start Mm -hmm. and I start with walking with them it's the easiest thing to yeah and yeah and it Mm -hmm. takes because usually in the walk we're probably talking about some things right and they're probably asking me some questions Mm -hmm. and I can just it's natural it doesn't feel like a force I don't have to like preach to them right right it's just a conversation we're just talking about Mm -hmm. it and you're already talking about something and you're moving and you're moving <laughs> yeah and um yeah that's just the, the biggest domino effect is getting someone to walk um was that four and then sleep yeah whole foods weightlifting walking water sleep how much sleep do you get a night try to eight eight at least mm-hmm. um andrew huberman also a good podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> not as good as this one i'm just kidding <laughs> obviously <laughs> um he said the best line. Yeah. That sleep is the most important thing ever, and we know nothing about it. Right. Because you're not conscious to yeah. experience it. We have we have so little research on sleep. We have a lot of research on sleep, but so little research on sleep. Yeah. But truly it's the most important thing. Nothing is gonna replace your sleep. Right. Yeah, you there's all- no like temporary. No. And you really can't like uh not get enough sleep in the week and then make up for it in the weekend yeah like it really doesn't right you need like in a perfect world you would go to sleep at the same time every day and you would wake up at the same time every day right 
but like most people don't do that but yeah I I mean I wake up at the same time every day I don't know that I necessarily always go to I try to be in bed by the same time every day yeah but actually going to sleep yeah it just depends yeah and like people have really good routines in the morning mm-hmm. but then nighttime is like but they just pass out on the couch mm-hmm. which is fine yeah to a point yeah but I'm like if you're not getting good sleep and like for anybody listening to mm-hmm. um I just don't sleep right I wake up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. like that's just what happens mm-hmm. no it's not there's a reason <laughs> yes yeah. there's a reason for everything yeah more often than not when I hear that people wake up in the middle of the night you're probably under eating I was gonna say food related <laughs> yeah your body yeah like your body thinks that you're dying yeah <laughs> and so like, it's like yeah it's like starvation mode is not like heavy quotes in that term except your nervous system yeah does everything in its power to keep you alive yeah <laughs> and it's gonna like wake you up in the middle of the night and it's gonna go you need to eat these cookies right now right now <laughs> you are starving you are starving mm-hmm. you need to eat really it's not the carbs it's mm-hmm. the carbs and the fat together right that your body craves it knows it's so smart mm-hmm. it's so smart your central nervous system is the coolest thing on the planet yeah. <laughs> i'm biased but um <laughs> And it will, it will wake you up and it's like, you have to eat that cookie right now. Yeah. Or you're going to die. Same thing with, thir- what if you like wake up thirsty? Is it that you're dehydrated? Mm-hmm. I always think, cause I, I sleep with my mouth open. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know how to make myself close my mouth Same. while I'm sleeping. I know. So I wake up thirsty, even though I know I get like a gallon of water every day, but I think it's just cause my mouth is so dry from being like <sighs> open. Yeah. I definitely know if I'm dehydrated, mm-hmm. I can't sleep. Yeah. Like I just, I will not go to sleep. I'll be yeah. 12, like, 12 30. water real quick and i'm like dang i guess yeah <laughs> can kind of think back and like oh, i probably didn't get enough water today and then the whole enough thing it's relative it's relative yeah and for you because your yeah. body is used to a certain true. amount true yeah. that's one of the biggest things is like i'll ask people about water i go how much water do you drink oh i drink a lot of water that's like, not what okay, i asked that's not what i asked yeah <laughs> that's not what i asked you, and that's one thing that you've told me too is like you need to be Doc, you know documenting or keeping mm-hmm. track of not just i think i might have had three bottle you know like no yeah. i drink a bottle i document it i drink a cup my cup is 40 ounces i document it yeah if you're not tracking your protein or your water you're not getting enough no and it's you. easy to easy to tell yourself well, well that, i probably did fine today well yeah and then you go yeah i had for that matter i had 100 ounces of water mm-hmm. and you go all right well is your mouth like sticky yeah is your pee yellow? Like, is your, it's that's not enough. Easy, that's the easiest way to tell. <laughs> you know. I talked to somebody one time, a teacher, and they're like, I don't know. I've never looked at it. I'm like, you don't look at your pee? <laughs> immediately, like, no wonder I have a headache. Look how yellow that is. Yeah. And then immediately, I'm like, oh, that's clear. Yeah, I'm good. But good truly, job, yeah, it's like, uh, I drank enough. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not, oh, okay, not but... <laughs> the question that I asked, but okay. Yeah. And then if you have signs of dehydration, you're clearly not getting enough. Right. You, you can say that all you want, but your body's telling me otherwise. Yeah, you could have had 200 ounces. And well, then, you know, then we get into like electrolytes and things like that. Then but something else might be wrong. Yeah, there might be something <laughs> wrong if you're like actually getting 200 ounces of water and you're, and you're still dehydrated. Yeah, we might need to like dive into that. But <laughs> the likelihood that yeah, you're rare. Yeah, no, you're we <laughs> we tend to under um undercalculate under mm-hmm. under we don't we don't track as many calories as we actually eat and right. then definitely over Wa- yeah. on the water yeah yeah i had yeah i drank i drank my body weight in ounces and it's like, <laughs> i had 400 ounces today actually you had half a glass <laughs> that's my voice i'm like have you had water today yeah okay how much and they're like um like a sip doesn't count how many bottles have you had uh i'm like you're especially right now playing football in the Texas heat. Yeah. If you don't live in Texas, because Mary, I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is heard in 13 different countries. Wow. So for people who don't live here, Texas has been about 110 degrees on average, on average with the heat index and everything. Yeah. And my boys play football in full pads outside. And so I'm like on days when you play football, you have to have over the amount that you normally get. Mm-hmm. You have to. And so, on, you know, they always get tired of me asking, but I'm like, no, it's like, life or death i mean you have to have water <laughs> yeah yeah 
yeah, we train and, um, you know, our, our geese are pretty thick, you know, so like mm-hmm. you sweat. Okay. For those who don't know, will you explain what a gi is? Because they're probably like, what is a gi? Uh, I do jujitsu and, um, we call them pajamas, <laughs> um, but it's like the uniform. Yeah that you wear yes yeah. and they're thick they're thick yeah. yeah i mean like what's the purpose of that why why are they thick just i don't know <laughs> i don't know but they they weigh some like when i um the last time i competed um i knew i knew the gi weighed a lot mm-hmm. but like and i weighed myself with the gi on yeah. and i was fine but like i had to be i fought at 154 mm-hmm and I had to be to be under one fifty four. I waited that morning at one forty seven. Yeah. And like, water, food. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I waited. <laughs> I waited at the competition. I was one fifty four point eight. Like you like, can't be one one. I was like point one. So uh, then what? You couldn't compete. Yeah, I was able to compete because I wasn't one fifty five. Oh, I thought you meant you like, had to be under one fifty four. I was like, like what? one. I was like, oh my god, oh. This, thing, this thing is heavy. Yeah. Jeez. I'd be like, can I weigh without it? Yeah, I'd like hold it in your hands. That was my first time. Oh. But I didn't know. It was new. It was okay. fine. So this is... <laughs> hold on. Where oh, yeah. It? We didn't even get yeah. to that. So let me just read you some. The first, the top comment, it says, get enough sleep. Yeah. So good. Uh, this one says, take care of your teeth. Hey, so one of the first times I, when I first started coaching one of my first coaches or mentors said, if you can't balance, if I had a client that couldn't balance on one foot for 20 seconds, I needed to refer them to a dentist. Really? For Balancing? Gum, for gum health. Huh. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong, right? I've talked to some of my friends that are dental hygienists before and they, <laughs> and they like agree, but that like doesn't necessarily mean it has anything to do with your, your there health. There could be lots of things. But there is a lot of, things to do with your, your teeth, teeth. teeth are very important my teeth are terrible I terrible mean, i've taken i i promise i've always taken care of my teeth they suck really oh gosh like so did my what? dad so did noah's well like cavities cavities they're weak they break oh, oh no. weak enamel i use like enamel building toothpaste i use enamel building gum i floss i rinse i like i, I take care of my teeth yeah they're terrible yeah, no, there's a lot that goes on in your mouth. I mean, like the breaking down of carbohydrates starts first in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So like saliva mm-hmm. enzymes in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's important. It's important. Yeah. So I agree. Okay. The next one says minimum of 30 to 60 minutes of physical activity that gets your pulse up. A day. That's what, mm-hmm. Do you know the, the recommended amount of time in a week? In a week? No. Mm-hmm. 150 minutes. For the whole week? Mm-hmm. So it's like 30 minutes a day. Yeah. I mean, like um, if someone wanted to start 30 minutes a day, it would be okay. Yes. The biggest thing and advice I'd give is goes back to that energy. Mm-hmm. Like it's very common for me to hear, I don't have an hour. Right. Oh, there's no way I can make an hour. But does, it doesn't have to be all at once, right? It's like truly, yeah. Um, microdosing. Yeah. Minimum effective dose. Right. Do like, five minutes of activity. Truly, if that's what you can do, then do it. What I gave a client the other day was during your commercial breaks, Get down on the ground and stand back up. It's so funny because there's not commercials very often anymore. I had to ask her if she watched. <laughs> I like said it and then I was like, wait, do you watch anything that has commercials? Do you have the lower level Hulu? Because Zach and I watch a lot of commercials. Because <laughs> we don't want to pay for the other Same. one. Because like I still have, I do Hulu with commercials, yeah, right? Yeah, do, yeah. So I'm like, I, I mean, I still get commercials. It's the same commercial, so you know exactly how long. You could, like, do your activities to the commercials. But, yeah, I had to ask her, and she was like, yeah, no, I don't have any commercials. So I was like, okay, okay. so, like. Set, like, a 30-minute timer. Every 30 minutes, get up. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so smart. Exactly. Okay, the next one says, don't seek health advice from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe true. This one says, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. <laughs> Uh, and animal protein. Okay. No offense yeah. to uh, this is opinion. Yeah. But um, you can't get enough. You need animal protein. Yeah. Okay. But for that, I matter, don't disagree with you. Yeah. If you are gonna eat plant protein, just know you have to eat more of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Let's see. This one says. Some of these are just stupid comments. Um. Whatever you do, don't stop breathing. Hey, <laughs> it's so true though. 
We don't breathe very well. Mm-mm. We you miss our... yoga instructor. Yeah, I, I have taught yoga for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of us breathe into our chest. Yeah. Rather than any kind of diaphragmatic breathing. Yeah. But your body's um, first, like, sign or, or response to stress is to hold your breath. Yeah. So if your body's yeah. in fear, mm-hmm. so it'll hold its breath. So you're not breathing very mm-hmm. well at any time, just constantly sends a stress response to your nervous system. Going back to that guy, he's pretty cool. <laughs> um, they'll send signal to your muscle to right. tense. Right. So the whole idea that we hold stress in our, our neck and our shoulders mm-hmm. and like our hips and things like that, it's mm-hmm. like I didn't send a signal enough to my body yeah to allow it to relax right and that comes back to breath right so you gotta tell your body you're okay by breathing truly there you go truly yeah this one says don't eat anything your great-grandmother wouldn't recognize oh that's (laughs) that's very paleo of of them only recognizes potatoes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i mean it's probably gonna recognize a lot of grain foods which is fine but I'm not going to read this one on the air. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Eat until you've had enough, not until you're full. Yeah, we call it the 80% full rule. Okay. Um, And that idea is that I eat to 80% full. So what people will recognize as fullness is like, you know, you stuffed yourself, right? You're feeling sick. Yeah, think Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. You stuffed yourself to a hundred percent, right? And you can't really move. <laughs> like you're really tired. It's gonna take. Remember they how much the itis. Yeah, remember how much energy it takes to digest food. Yeah. So like, you want energy to still be up and moving after you eat. Leftover after it yeah. shouldn't take all your energy to digest your yeah. food. Yeah. So then you eat so much that it's gonna take all your energy to digest. You like. Yeah. Chilling on the couch after that. Um, lots of just exercise, um, flexing your muscles for 10 to 20 seconds reinvigorates them. Oh, that's the bodybuilding rule. Hmm. So <laughs> isometrics. Okay. Uh, research says isometrics is the fastest way to grow muscle. Okay. So holding a muscle tense, mm-hmm. right? Without moving a joint. So the joint is fixed. Mm-hmm. And the muscle is tense. Imagine a bodybuilder flexing right. for their show. Yeah. That's isometrics. Yeah. Um, but we do, like, obviously, it's not just bodybuilders that right. do isometrics. But yeah. what they found is, like, you, the muscle will grow the most. It just plateaus really quickly. Yeah. So I can start a training session with isometrics and, uh, and get a lot of blood flow, yeah. more or less, to that muscle. Uh-huh. And then have a lot of... Um, like a uh, brain connection yeah. to that muscle, but it's, you know, it's not sexy to right. like sell isometrics right. and things like that. So <laughs> yeah. people don't really gravitate towards them, but yeah. now a lot of people are, and then they go back to like the bodybuilders and they say, Oh, these bodybuilders have been doing it forever. Right. So they huh. like the bodybuilder rule, the bodybuilder rule, uh, drink water, cut out sugar, work out during commercials. Let's see. Let me find one more good one. Um, this one, that one said count calories. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. Really though, uh, macros, mm-hmm. counting your macros is counting your calories. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. It's just counting the type of calorie right. that you're getting. Not just. So fun fact. Right. Do we know how many calories are in a in a gram of carb? No. Four. Four calories in one gram of carbs? Uh-huh. Okay. What about protein? Four. Oh. Uh-huh. Same. Same. Fat. Content, though. Yeah. The one gram of fat is nine calories. Okay. So going back to, like, volume, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I'm eating so much more food. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm eating this much food without gaining weight. Yeah. But you ate half as many calories because your food isn't fatty fatty mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah you are eating more food, of food yeah. <laughs> and eating less calories isn't that nice <laughs> it's going back to it doesn't have to be hard but it is wild like right the other day 
every single one of the people that I talked to, I was like, you have to up your calories. Yeah. Or like, not necessarily have to. It's like, what's your thought on upping your calories? And they'd be like, no, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you're, you are actually eating more calories when you eat these certain foods. Yeah. Than you would if we didn't <laughs> eat those foods. <laughs> you're like, I'm really trying to be I'm nice trying here. to soften this blow <laughs> yeah. right now, but. <laughs> okay. I have, I want to do one Am I the Jerk story with you to end it. Um, Sweet. I want to know. Because they're just, it's always, those are always just fun. So this one is called Am I the Jerk for Telling My Wife Off for Not Taking My Health Seriously. Ooh, okay. Okay. And then I'll have you guess like what the overall vote is because they vote. And then, okay. okay. So um, me, 32 male, and my wife, 29 female, have been together for five years. Recently, the first major issue in our relationship came up and it has caused huge problems. In January of this year, I started to get sick. I was nauseous, had a fever, laying on the couch under a blanket with the chills. I assumed it was some sort of flu. My wife, on the other hand, would encourage me to stay up and about, discourage me from taking time off of work because we'd have less vacation time in the summer, and very much downplayed how sick I felt. My quote-unquote flu went away in about four days and came back with a vengeance four weeks later and caused major back pain. Once again, I was laid up, and this time my wife had no patience for me. She would tell me to man up, say this is just a bad cold, tell me I was being ridiculous, etc. I made an appointment to see my doctor about it, and she told me that that was insane, that I just needed some Advil and I'd be fine. She told me I had the man flu and lectured me about how men who are barely sick exaggerate their symptoms because they don't know how to handle illness. Eventually, after much convincing, I canceled my appointment. This cycle began a third time recently, and I insisted on seeing my doctor. I think at this point she knew there was something going on too, so she didn't object. After doing some tests, my doctor told me I had a kidney infection that's been partially resolving on its own and coming back. And he told me I should have come to see him months ago because waiting to see my doctor could have permanently damaged my kidneys. I am furious. I'm mad at myself for canceling my last appointment. I'm mad at my wife for insisting nothing is wrong and convincing me to ca cancel my last appointment. Now we are stuck in the house together and I'm sleeping in the basement because we have a spare bedroom down here and I honestly don't want to deal with the drama of this situation while I'm recovering for a third time from a kidney infection. Am I the jerk for how I'm acting? Do that whole, um... So, am I the jerk for how I reacted? Is the guy the jerk? Yeah, that's what his question is. Am I the jerk? Uh, big no. <laughs> Hard no. Hard no. Hard no. Um, I think that... <laughs> I think that, um men are look I'm not trying to say that no <laughs> dudes aren't able to handle their ish right. but I think that it's definitely stereotypical that mm -hmm. dudes like can't handle being sick it's like like anytime a man's sick they're like oh, like, you're, oh man. Yeah, you're just you yeah. just can't handle it it's like yeah. no no I mean, like he's sick also a human who feels sickness yeah he's yeah. like ill yeah and he needed to go to a doctor right and you downplayed it especially with the vacation thing <laughs> yeah you can't be sick because that will ruin our vacation later i don't want to go on vacation with you yeah, I, don't think, I don't think we should be vacationing together <laughs> i don't think we should be vacationing <laughs> i think i'll stay down here in the basement yeah and i thought he had to sleep in the basement yeah <laughs> yeah poor guy oh i think that there's probably some other stuff going on some bigger there. issues some bigger issues yeah um that someone would re would um react that way right but um he should have just followed his gut and gone to the doctor when he knew he should have gone to the doctor. Yeah, Stood it's like, up to her. why are you mad about someone going to the doctor anyways? Yeah. You know? That's weird. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think she probably, I wonder how old they are. Um, I think I said it at the beginning. Hold on. Uh, so he's 32 and she's 29. Oh. So like right about our age. She's young. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 31. <laughs> she's 29. She's young. She's young. She's got two years left. To she's married at 29, though. Yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah, she's like, um, bless her. <laughs> bless her heart. Bless her heart. Um, yeah, she's, she's, um, needy. Immature. Yeah, probably. Also needy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And like, um, overly thinking she's probably reading all that stuff on instagram about how dudes are weak and right. stuff like yeah. that yeah um 
I'm not saying that there are not they're out there, but yeah. No, when someone's sick, like someone's sick, man, yeah. like especially your kidneys. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we as a culture like promote like just work through it. Oh yeah, which is like the worst thing you can do, and not listening. Like I I talk to people all the time mm-hmm. about um like do you have hunger cues? Right, and they're like, oh no, I I, I don't really ever <laughs> oh, get hungry. No. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're supposed to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like even going to the conversation on inflammation. Yeah. How quick are we to take Advil? Right. And things like that. It's like, you know, inflammation is a sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sign that something's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe you should like listen to it. Yeah. Instead. And, and, And I know that's hard. And I know even to your point, like it's just not, it's not taught. Right. The other way is taught. Yeah. You're taught to not listen to it and or like what is the quick fix well this is inconvenient i don't want a headache well even then <laughs> i can go down the line of like being a woman right and are you kind of um pushing what's pushed on us to right. guys right like we're we're taught often mm-hmm. right it's very common for us to be taught to push through pain like it's not that big of a deal so like are you projecting onto right someone else mm-hmm. that we're not um if often, we have to do it you have to do it yeah like we're not believed that like when we're in pain like yeah. we have to fight through it or like yeah. we we do tend to be the ones i say not always but uh-huh. often i'd say we are the ones that have to like tend to the family and like tend to the kids and right so if you are sick like i think that's probably like what's a common um thought behind it is like when the when the mom is sick like she still has to take it care has of the kids to keep going. Yeah. she still has to keep going but like if you have a good partner it doesn't have to be that way yeah you shouldn't downplay your partner's mm-hmm. illness mm-hmm. just because like you are the one that has to take care of the people right the kids like right that should probably be a conversation of like I should also be able to like, rest be when sick. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should go both ways. Yeah, it should, and yeah, I'm sure that's a lot easier to say yeah. into a microphone than it is than to, it like, is, yeah, to, your to work. But like, the answer isn't to downplay their illness. Right, that's not going to help you with yours. Yeah, either yeah. way, like yeah. that's still just not the answer. Yeah. Yeah, the, over, the overall ver- vote was not the asshole. So. Yeah, no, I don't think he's the asshole. Uh-uh. For sure. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. And I think that, generally speaking, you should probably take that as a lesson. Yeah. Whenever you read these things on Reddit, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should go have a conversation with your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably the the main issue yeah there yeah yes try some other uh, some other things underlying communication issues underlying issues oh. <laughs> y'all pretty much just got a free whole uh session with dr allen here <laughs> people people only, pay good money for this only a doctor on tv <laughs> yeah. hopefully i don't get in trouble for that <laughs> for saying that <laughs> no, no i wouldn't but no. uh no i am i am i am certified to give you information so, yeah you can trust me you can trust me i've been doing this for a second yeah thanks for coming on it was yeah, a blasty it. blast this was fun it was very educational i think this is probably the most educational episode we've had like substantial maybe well i love that oh good that's my favorite back. thing ever is to educate come back again very soon yeah i will bye guys bye